Hello, and welcome back to LOL Storytime. This is the Goofy Story Podcast for kids. Shoutouts this week go to two awesome listeners, Miriam and Hudson. Thanks for listening and for sharing your kind words about the podcast. Today's story is called The Floor is Lava. Let's get into it. This is the story of Miriam, Hudson, and their Uncle Ned, a busy guy with a busy job. Uncle Ned did not have kids. He did not live near kids, and because he was often working, he rarely even saw any kids. Truth be told, Uncle Ned was so busy he didn't even realize he was an uncle. This is why Miriam and Hudson were a little confused one day when they overheard their mother talking about her brother. Mom, you have a brother? How on earth are we just finding out about this now? Hudson and Miriam's mom just shrugged. I don't actually know. Surely I've mentioned him before, haven't I? Miriam shook her head. Mom, you've mentioned a lot of weird stuff over the years. Weird stuff like how when you were a kid you used to sleep with a rock named Larry instead of a stuffy. But never once have you mentioned anything about having a brother. Hudson and Miriam's mom shrugged again. Well, I'm sorry, kids. To be honest, I haven't spoken with my brother in years. He's a really busy guy. Last I checked, he was helping build some kind of space shuttle computer robotics thingy. He's a very talented engineer, that brother of mine. Just then, Miriam and Hudson's grandmother entered the room. Are you talking about Ned? My little Neddy poo Why, I haven't heard from him in quite some time either. Let's give him a call right now. Grandma picked up the phone and dialed her son's number. Hello? Ned, it's your mother calling. Oh, hi, Mom. Sorry, but I'll have to call you back later. I'm in the middle of an important project. We're designing a flying car, and it's kind of a big deal. Ned, you'll have to tell the other engineers that you're going on vacation. I need you to get on the next flight first thing tomorrow and come to your sister's house. I'd like you to meet your niece and nephew. Oh, I have a niece and nephew? Strange. Will I have to change any diapers? Ned, your niece and nephew are way past that age. Now go book that flight. But, Mom... No buts. The only but I want to hear about is your butt getting on an airplane first thing tomorrow. Grandma hung up the phone and said, There, now everyone go tidy up the house. Your Uncle Ned will be arriving tomorrow. And just as Grandma had planned, Uncle Ned arrived promptly the next day. As he entered their house and set down his bags, both Miriam and Hudson were bouncing up and down, excited to finally meet the uncle that before yesterday they didn't even know existed. Wow, you guys really do look like brother and sister, Hudson said after seeing his mom hugging her brother. Mom just needs a mustache, suggested Miriam, and then they could pass for twins. Mom frowned. You'll have to just imagine that mustache, said Mom, because that's definitely not happening. Anyway, it's lovely to see you, Ned. These are my kids, Hudson and Miriam. Ned carefully studied the two kids like they were both life forms from another planet. Interesting. So these are kids, huh? And you kids both managed to get time off work to meet with me today? Hudson looked confused. Um, we don't have jobs. We go to school. Also, it's Saturday today, he explained. Ned nodded his head gently. 
Saturday is my favorite day of the work week, followed by the other six days of the work week. Anyway, if there's no school today, what exactly is it you do? Miriam couldn't believe she was being asked this question. Uh, we play and stuff? You know about playing, right? Playing? Oh, yes, yes. I make sure to leave room for a little playing myself. One hour per year. That's probably a little much, though, isn't it? You see, I have a space shuttle simulator in my basement. It's not a real space shuttle, of course, but it feels quite real, and it lets you feel what it's like to fly into space. Hudson's eyes went wide. A space shuttle simulator? That sounds really fun, like being an astronaut without actually having to be an astronaut. But only one hour out of the entire year? Uncle Ned, you probably don't want to know how many hours me and my sister play. I mean, I couldn't even tell you. That amount of counting would probably crash my brain. Uncle Ned offered to make some mathematical calculations for Hudson and present it in the form of a bar graph. But Hudson and Miriam suggested they all go find something to play instead. All right, check this out, Uncle Ned. See these pillows, cushions, and blankets? We're going to use them to build the best pillow fort ever. Come on! Uncle Ned stood back while the kids got busy making walls out of couch cushions and roofs out of blankets. When they were done, they said, Ta-da! and invited Uncle Ned to join them inside. Uncle Ned ran his thumb and forefinger through his mustache. Uh, kids, I couldn't help but notice that your walls collapsed several times during the construction phase of this project. The kids explained that collapsing walls was normal with pillow forts, because, you know, they're pillows after all. Then Uncle Ned inquired about their plan for bad weather, like how would a roof made out of blankets keep them dry, and what would happen if an enemy attacked. They didn't have locks on this fort or even doors for that matter. Dude, it's a pillow fort inside of our living room. It's just for fun, Uncle Ned. But Uncle Ned just couldn't let it go. Kids, I'll be right back. Uncle Ned left their house and didn't return for two whole weeks. When he came back, he was driving a large truck with a crane on the back. The crane was being used to hoist a large metal cube over top of their house and then lower it into the backyard while the whole family just stared in silence. Uncle Ned climbed out of the truck. Hey kids, I'm back with your new pillow fort. It was way too big for your living room, so I had to put it in your backyard. Check it out. It's made of a very strong metal called titanium. The support beams make it very stable, and the roof has been designed to withstand a blast from a rocket. Everything is tightly sealed so not even an ant could sneak in. And of course, there's a state-of-the-art lock and alarm system which can both be controlled from an app I've designed. The kids couldn't believe what they were hearing, nor could their parents. Wow, Uncle Ned, that's just... wow, said Miriam. Uncle Ned, you said this is a pillow fort? asked Hudson, needing to clarify. Uncle Ned offered to bring them on a tour of this so-called pillow fort, but Hudson and Miriam explained that they had finished playing forts two weeks ago and were now in the middle of a board game called Snakes and Ladders. Uncle Ned followed them inside to see. Check it out, Uncle Ned. The first person to move their token to the 100th square wins. If you land on a ladder, you get to move up and skip ahead, 
But if you land on a snake, you have to slide down to one of the squares below. Total bummer. Wanna try? Once again, Uncle Ned combed his mustache with his thumb and forefinger and then said, Kids, uh, I'll be right back. Two weeks later, that same truck with the big crane arrived hoisting another large apparatus. While it was being placed in the backyard, Hudson and Miriam carefully studied the strange delivery. It was indeed taller than their house and made mostly out of wood and rope. It appeared to be some kind of tower of swinging bridges connected by ladders and tubes. Um, Hudson? I think Uncle Ned just created a real-life version of Snakes and Ladders. Yeah, nodded Hudson. But at least he used big tubes instead of... Oh, wait a second. One of them just moved. Snakes! All right, kids. Who would like to be the first to try out your new Snakes and Ladders game? Called Uncle Ned. Miriam shook her head so fast that her hair actually made a loud smacking noise when it whipped Hudson in the face. No need to worry about those ladders. They're well built from solid wood, reassured Uncle Ned. It's not the ladders we're worried about, said Hudson. It's those giant snakes. Oh, but that's the best part. And just like your other version of the game, you definitely do not want to land on a snake. Uncle Ned... Maybe we should save this game for later. Let's say we go play something inside until lunch. While Uncle Ned was bringing in his bags, Miriam pulled Hudson aside for a secret meeting. Yikes, we need to think about something we can play that Uncle Ned will not try to turn into a real thing. Remember when you got that cool doctor's toolkit for your birthday that we use when we're pretending to do operations on one another? Hide that toy. Oh, good thinking agreed Hudson. That's the last thing I want, to have my sister poking my heart or kidneys for real. Hudson was desperately trying to think of an idea. Oh, I've got it. There is one game that Uncle Ned will not be able to mess with. The floor is lava. Miriam took a moment to stew this one over. Huh, you know, you might be onto something here. Real lava is way too hot, and even fake lava would probably stain the carpet. Remember the time Mom freaked because I spilled a teeny tiny drop of grape juice on the carpet that could only be seen using a microscope? Yeah, lava in the house would never fly. The kids asked Uncle Ned to join them in the living room. Uncle Ned, ready to play? The floor is lava in five, four, three... The kids scrambled to find a nearby piece of furniture to jump onto and were surprised to see Uncle Ned join in and do the same. Okay, everyone, now you have five seconds to hop to another piece of furniture to rescue an animal. Five, four, three. Miriam hopped from the couch to a nearby chair. Uncle Ned jumped from the coffee table and grabbed a hold of a bookcase. And Hudson, well, Hudson tripped and landed on the carpet. Or rather, the lava. You're out, Hudson. Aw, man. Miriam, grab the doctor's kit. I need medical attention for these burns. Oh, wait, I mean, never mind. There's no doctor's kit. I feel fine. Uncle Ned climbed down from the bookcase. Kids, this is a neat little game you have here. As Ned was saying this, the kids noticed a familiar look in his eye. His thumb and forefinger began moving toward his mustache. Uncle Ned, it is a neat little game, and it's totally neat just the way it is. 
Uncle Ned began slowly backing up toward the doorway. Uncle Ned, no. Don't you even think about going out that door. Uncle Ned, oh, butterscotch, he's gone. Two weeks later, and lo and behold, Uncle Ned was back. Thankfully, without his crane this time. Uncle Ned, I hope you had just popped out for donuts. You know, for two weeks or whatever. Uncle Ned looked really excited. Kids, come check out what I installed in the basement. Uncle Ned led the kids down the basement stairs to the rec room, where there was a newly installed... Fire hydrant? Uncle Ned, what is that thing? Uncle Ned took out a large wrench and began unlocking some sort of faucet. Kids, don't worry. I didn't actually leave this time. I've mostly been working down here in the basement. There's a long pipe beneath this tap that has been drilled 100 miles towards the Earth's core. As Uncle Ned made the last turn with the wrench. And guess what? The floor is lava in five, four. Uncle Ned threw down the wrench and jumped up on the couch. The kids turned back to see a thick, steamy, 2,000-degree orange substance pouring out of the faucet. Lava! Run! Oh, that's the idea, kids, shared Uncle Ned. Wait, where are you guys going? There's a perfectly good coffee table right there. The kids were out the front door just as the fire alarm began to blare. The rest of the family soon joined, followed eventually by Uncle Ned, and then followed a moment later by three fire trucks. <laughs> okay, nervously chuckled Uncle Ned. So I may not have thought that idea through all the way. But look, we're all winners. Nobody touched the lava. The scowls on Hudson and Miriam's parents' faces did not budge the entire time the fire department was hosing down their house, or during all of the questions the firefighters had about how on earth they managed to get lava in their house. And because their house now needed significant repairs, the scowls remained baked onto their faces for the entire flight to Uncle Ned's house. Uncle Ned's house was exactly that of someone who did not have any kids, know any kids, or rarely ever saw any kids. I'm not saying it was boring, but wow. Just wow. Every time the kids would ask if there was anything fun to do, Uncle Ned would hand them a science textbook to read. Uncle Ned, can you explain what some of the words in this book mean? Like, every single one of them? Our science teachers never mentioned anything about angular displacement or escape velocity. But eventually they stumbled upon Uncle Ned's space shuttle simulator. It looked like the actual inside of a real shuttle with all the controls and everything. Uncle Ned hopped into the control seat and showed them how it worked. So, what do you kids think? Pretty cool, huh? The kids didn't answer. Instead, they both pulled out fake mustaches from their pockets and placed them on their faces. They then slicked back their mustache hairs using their forefinger and thumb. Kids, what are you doing? asked Uncle Ned suspiciously. The kids looked at each other and then back to their uncle. Uncle Ned, we'll be right back. Two hours later, the kids had returned with some special news for their uncle. Uncle Ned, get this. We just paid a visit to the space station and we're telling the astronauts all about you. We told them about your simulator and how you knew how to fly shuttles into space. Well, here's the best part. 
They said you could fly the next space shuttle that gets launched into space. Uncle Ned's face turned white. Whoa, 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 space, me? Flying a real space shuttle? Kids, no, 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 I can't do that. I just like using the simulator. But Uncle Ned, began Hudson, why use a simulator when you could do the real thing? What's better than that? You could actually go to space. Uncle Ned's head was turning faster than a paint can shaker. Kids, I can't. That's way too dangerous for me. I could get some kind of space boo-boo. And I told you so smile began to spread across Miriam's face. So you're telling me pretending to fly into space is more fun than actually doing it for real? And that using your imagination can be a whole lot of fun? Uncle Ned nodded. Yes, kids, I suppose you're right. Not every game needs to feel completely real. I suppose I've learned my lesson. Well, that's good, said Hudson, because that means it's safe to bring out the doctor's kit to play with. Oh, good idea, agreed Miriam. Though now I'm curious what performing brain surgery on my brother might actually be like. Hudson swallowed hard. Um, I don't know if I like that idea. And Uncle Ned? Well, he just stood there, combing his mustache. The End That's our story. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, be sure to check out more LOL Stories. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>